First of all, there's no one helping out over here. Let's bring a, a certain ruach and uh, bring us that much closer to, uh, to Slichas, you know, the to all the sponsors, all the people that work to help us put this together, you know, the set up the room, Pashit, and just all the things that are involved in making this possible. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a big schluss. Each and every one of us, it's a big schluss to be here. Alright, so let's, let's discuss for a few minutes exactly what the Indian of Slichas is. You know, it says in Svarim, it says in Pasuk, There our feet are standing in the gates of Yerushalayim as we're about to enter Yerushalayim. We know that, you know, Ni'il on Yom Kippur, which is the high, we're all heading towards Ni'il on Yom Kippur, that's the Kodesh HaKadshin. And Slichas night, where we are right now in a few minutes, that's the gates of Yerushalayim. We're about to enter the city of Yerushalayim. So you have to understand what's the avayda of that. What's, what's happening by slichas? What are we supposed to be doing by slichas? So it's like this. You know, the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that the Makar of slichas, the Gemara says that Malamed Shinesatef HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kishliach That by Harsina, when the Rebbeinu Shleilam was Michael Klal when he forgave Klal for the Egel, and he revealed the Yudgil Mitzrachim and the 13 attributes of mercy. So it says in the Gemara that Moshe Rabbeinu saw that the Rabbanu Shleilam put on a talus, like a shliach tzibur, like a chazan. And he said to Moshe Rabbeinu that by Klai Yisrael, if chaitim, if they got forbid sin, let them do this procedure. Let a chazan go up with a talus and let him say Yudgil Mitzrachim and let him say slichas. And I'll moichel them, I'll forgive them. So the Gemara is telling us that the Enid of slichas is tefillah. It's a davening. You need a chazan wearing a talis, just like Shachar's bin Chamarev, it's a tefillah. What's interesting is, though, is that the tefillah of slichas has a few nekudas that are unique, that's different than what we find by, let's say, Shachar's bin Chamarev. First of all, the time to say slichas is unique. The time of slichas, the Rabbim says, is at nighttime, as we're in right now, Mamash Bechatzais, which is very strange because that's not the normal time of davening. The normal time of davening is during the day. Even Mairev, which is a tefillah of the night, we pass in Mikra Adin that feels ours is Rishos. It's only voluntary. We accept it upon ourselves customarily to do Mairav. The time of davening is usually during the day. That's when a person is active. That's when a person has to do things. So you daven. But the davening should be davke at night. Slich is davke at night. It's an interesting thing. Also, another interesting nakuda of is what makes it unique is that it should be said that feel of slichas is supposed to be said loud. You're supposed to scream slichas, which is also different. Because tefillah, Shemun Esrei, Shachas Mincha Mayerv, is what? Is davka quiet. And so Slichas is also a tefillah. The chazan is standing there like, like a tefillah. But it's davka loud. It's davka screaming. And a third thing that makes, that makes Slichas unique is that the Ram also says that Slichas has to be done with a minion. You have to be do it with other yidin. Shachas Mincha Mayerv is not like that. You could daven b'yichidas. It's better with a minion, of course, if you have the opportunity. But it could be done b'yichidas. Slichas has to be done with a minion. You can't say Yul Mizrachim without a minion. You need a minion. So what's the shot? How do, we, how do we understand this? If it's tefillah, then why is it, why, what makes it so unique? That it's at night, it's loud screaming, and it's only with a tzibur, with other yidin. There's an interesting halacha. The Ramah, in Shulchan Aruch, where he talks about slichas, he says the following thing. Yesh Mekoymes, Shanoyagim. There are those places that have the following custom. Shamispal slichas, that the person that daven slichas for the Omid, the chazan for slichas, is mispal kohayon. He has the Omid the whole day. 
He did shlichus, it means he's a shachris, mincha, and mayrif. The whole day. Why? So, Magna Avram, the Acharim explained. Because Hamaschal the mitzvah, if he started a mitzvah, then Ormelay Gemar, then you finish it. He started the davening of the day, so let him finish. So it's a pal, it doesn't make any sense. Every single tefillah is separate. There's shachris, there's mincha, and there's mayrif, and there's slichas. So just because the guy davens for the omit for slichas, that means he has to do shachris, mincha, and mayrif. They're all different tefillahs, they're all different mitzvahs. On a regular day, when a guy davens shachris, he has to daven mincha and mayrif also. No, because it's all different tefillahs. All of a sudden, when it comes to slichas, he did slichas, it means he has to do everything together. What's the, what's the havana of this? I thought every single tefillah is a different thing. What exactly is slichas? So let me explain. There are two parts to who we are. There's two parts to every single one of us. There's a part of who we are which, is, which can be described as a balgvul. Balgvul means there's a part of who we are which is finite, specific. It's finite. It has a gvul, it has a measure. It has a measure. We're finite people. You know, 5'10", 5'11", 6 feet, a little bit 8, 5'8". There's a gvul. You have a certain size. You're a certain height, you're a certain weight. You have a certain intellectual capacity, a certain emotional capacity. Bali gvul. And as a bali gvul, so we have to do things as bali gvul, but there's a limit to how much we can do. There's a limit to how much we can do. Because we're bali gvul, because we're finite people and we're limited, because of that, our avoidance Hashem is limited. There's only so much we can do. There's only so much effort we can put into davening. There's only so much learning we can do. There's only so much chesed we can do. And it's because we're Bali Gvul, because of that, that same quality which limits us in Avaidis Hashem, it also brings us to certain deficiencies. A person does things that are wrong, a person makes mistakes in life, also because they're a Bal Gvul. We're finite, we're specific, we're human. There's a part of us that needs to relax, it needs to just, you know, take a load off, to have the Moichin, the godless, to have expanded consciousness 24 hours a day. It's, it's impossible for a Bal Gvul. But that's only one part of who we are. That's a part that's dominant, that's pronounced, that's in the forefront of who we are, generally speaking, most of the year. What's the Indian? What's the Avayid of Tishrei? What are we entering into right now? What does it mean, the gates of Yishalayim? It means there's another part of who we are, there's a part of who we are which is beligvul, absolutely infinite. I mentioned this Wednesday night. When you ask a question to yourself and to another Yid, who are you? Who are you? Who are we? I think who are we? I don't know. A guy was born uh, 35 years ago, 25 years ago, 50 years ago, whatever. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, par- I have this character trait. I, I do this for a living. That's who you are. Way before we were born, from the very beginning of time we existed. And what were we doing? What was our preoccupation from the beginning of time? From the beginning of time we were doing one thing, which is serving the master of the universe. As Nishamis were able to serve Hashem to be Megalakus, to be pulsating with God's presence, beligavul, without measure, without limit, endless. And what's going to be after 120? We're going to continue doing our job, beligavul, without limit, without borders, without any finite limitation. Ad ain't saif, until the end of time. It's this little hiccup of 120 years that gets us all confused. And so we identify ourselves as who we are right now. This is who we are. This is who we are. What am I supposed to do? I can't dive and I can't learn. I can't. I'm balakavul. Limited. I'm a human being. No, a human being. Yeah, a sug of who we are. We want a sug of who we are. Human beings. You think we're human beings? We've been. We've. 
We existed before we were human. We'll exist after we're human. There's one takuf in the year where that beligavul, that infinite side of who we are, is screaming outward. It wants to express itself. And that's during this takuf of Tishrei. Why is it that Shachris, Mincha, and Marv are different fields? Why is it that Shachris is its own mitzvah, Mincha is its own mitzvah, and Marv is its own mitzvah? Why? Because you're a Balgvul. You can't daven all day long. You can't daven all day long. You're limited. So you daven Shachris, and you daven Mincha, you daven Marv. I have to take a break in between, because what am I supposed to do? I don't have the energy. I can't daven all day long. Rabbi Yochanan says in the Gemara, Halavai, a person should daven all day long, but I can't. I'm a Balgvul. So what is Slichis? Slichus is a tkufa, slichus is a tefillah, which, which is unlocking the part of you which is believable. It's allowing a little bit of an expression to that part of you that's always davening. The, the gavul part, the finite part of who we are, davens three times a day. The believable part of who we are is always davening. Listen to the words of Rav Kook. Rav Kook writes in his Pirish on the Siddur, Ain't feel above kitikuna. The only way to truly daven anytime, any during the day, Shachras bin Chamar, the only way a person can daven properly is ki yimitoy chamachshava, is only with this following thought, with this finally, final, this, this recognition. Shebe'emes hanashami tobin misbalelis. That that part of who we are that existed before this body, that part of who we are which will exist after this body, that part of who we are, which is always serving the Rabbani Shalom, is always serving the Rabbani Shalom, is always davening. It's always davening. You see another Yid, and the Yid is asking for a cup of water. I'm thirsty. You think he's asking for a cup of water. His body's asking for a cup of water. His Nisham is in those words. The Nisham is asking, I need God. I need Ma'in Ma'im Otaira. Give me some sustenance. Give me a lakus. The Nisham is always davening. It's this time of year where Rabbani Shalom, we give a little bit of an expression to that, where we at least recognize the Rabbani Shalom, if only I didn't have this gavul, if only I didn't have this body that's holding me back from being who I am. That's the avoid of right now. To say to the Rabbani Shalom, Rabbani Shalom, if I had the kayach, I'd daven all day long. If I had the kayach, I'd serve you all day long. If I only had the strength, if I only had the, the clarity to know who I am. And of course I can't daven all day long, I'm a, I have a guf. But to identify yourself with that, to think of yourself as a bal gavul, Something that's finite, something that's here and finished. We're much bigger than that. We're much deeper than that. The avoid of slichus is to give a little bit of an expression to that part of us which is always davening. So come slichus and says the Ramah, whoever davens slichus should daven shachras minchamayr because you start in the mitzvah, you end it. I shachras minchamayr are different mitzvahs. Slichus comes and shows that you're always davening. Shachris Mincha Marv is one long tefillah because you're always davening. I, what happens between Shachris and Mincha? I'm going to work, I'm doing this, I'm asking for this, I'm trimming this. That's all chitzainias. In Pneumius, all you're doing all day long is screaming and calling for the Rabbani Remember, I can't stand this place. I need to serve you, I want to get back to who I am. That's what Slichus is. Slichus reveals that truth. And when a person unlocks that part of who they are, which is beligavul, and at least recognizes, and even if I can't express in full that uh, unbridled passion, but at least to accept, at least to express the Rabbani Shalom, the Rabbani Shalom, if I only could, at least to believe within oneself that we're capable, that we contain within ourselves bigger things, expansive things, things that we couldn't even imagine to ourselves. When a person believes that the, within them there's such a thing that's believable, then things can go quickly. 
See, Gavul, finite reality needs time to mature, to move, olive, base, gimel, it takes time. But that which is believable, it's Geherif Ayin. In one second, a person can change his entire life. You know, the Gemara of Adizar, the Gemara says, the famous Mice, the Gemara says, this is the Tzapel de Gazach, or Lazar ben Dudai. The Gemara says, Lazar ben Dudai was a person whose whole life was running after Averis, running after Averis, trying to trying to be Messiah Das, trying to forget that part of himself that came before the body and comes after the body. Just uh, drown himself in tithes. I think where says Amai said that he heard about this woman and he saved money in order to go to her. It was a real Messiah's nefesh. I think where says that eventually he went to this person and before they did the Avera, the woman gave him a shtickle moser. The woman said that you, Elizabeth and Adaya, there's no way they'll take you back. Like after everything, there's no way he'll take you back. A husband to die, you know, it's one thing getting Musa from a Rebbe or a Rav. You get a Musa from a woman like that. So it shook him up. The Gemara says that a husband to die went and he went outside and he went to the sky and he said, Son, daven for me, that I should do tshuva, that I should be accepted back into heaven. And the son said to a husband to die, daven for you, I have to daven myself, I got my own problems. And a husband to die turned to the moon, moon, daven for me. And the moon said, daven for you, I got my own issues, I have to daven for myself. Valleys, hills, rocks, water, v'chulu v'chulu, all the same response. Until the Gemara says that Allah's bin Adai put his head between his knees. And he said, it comes out, There's only one person that could help me, and that's me myself. He put his head between his knees, and he sobbed, he moaned until Yatsin Ishmas, until he died in Shuvah. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Yudanasi, Rabbi Yudanasi heard about this. And he heard that a baskel came out from heaven after Elizabeth the Daya died. And the baskel came out and said, Rebbe Elizabeth, they gave him smicha. Rebbe Elizabeth the Daya is Mezumel Elamab, is going straight to Gan Eden. And Rabbi Yudanasi said, Rabbi Yudanasi began to cry. And he said that there's such a thing as a person who spends years trying to get Elamab. Myself, Rabbi Yudanasi says. But then you have a person, Elizabeth the Daya, that in one second, he's kind of Elamai Beshach. What's the sight of that Gemara? The side of that Gemara is that the nature of a tzaddik, the nature of a tzaddik is to be a balgavul. The tzaddik is a balgavul. The tzaddik fits in a certain measure. He's very disciplined. Very disciplined. He does exactly what he's supposed to be. He's a balgavul. But there's a mila. A person does a virus. A person that's a lezer bender dick. Then he has no choice but to find within himself that which is believable. Because in order for him to break through the shackles of his own habits, in order for him to break through the shackles of his own chesroinus, he has no choice but to find something in him that's stronger than all barriers. The tzaddik never needs to find that. The tzaddik, the tzaddik never hits such a place that he has to find something within him that's stronger than any wall. The tzaddik doesn't have to break through the walls of Yerushalayim. He never has walls to break through. But the Balchuva. The potential of Al-Tshuva, the Rabbi Lazar ben that's completely, completely locked up in his own prison. He has no choice but to find that part of him which is believable. And when he finds that part of him that's believable, then of course he uses it to get out of his habits, to get out of his avarice, but much more than that. When he finds that part of him that's believable, then he's able to surpass the tzaddik. And he's able to serve the Rabbi Nishan with, with more strength with an infinite amount of strength. The Zohar Kodesh says that the tachlis of creation, listen to this, the Zohar says the tachlis of creation is lahachzer tzadikai bet yufta, to take tzadikim and to turn them into bali tshuva. That's the tachlis of creation. 
Because before we were here, we were tzaddikim. So what's the tachlis of being down here? For us to be down here and to be shackled in the guf. And for us to force ourselves to find a part of us that's stronger than barriers. And we use that to break through negative things, but deeper than that. We use that to be kaina oilamai b'sha achas. We use that to find a part of ourselves that's able to be believable, that's able to be kaina oilamis in one second, where it's not, doesn't have to do with a seder. You don't have to go step one, step two, step three. It's one second, believable, believable, infinite means that there's no structure at all. Everything could be in front of you in a moment. That's believable. Rabbi Yudah Nasi, who's the tzaddik, who sets up, who establishes Shisha Sidre Mishnah, who sets up the order of Mishnahis, which is system, which is Gvul, that Rabbi Yudah Nasi cries and he says, look at this, all my life I'm a Baal Gvul, all my life I'm structured, and I'm setting up the world to be structured. And then you have a Yid like Elizabeth and Erdaya, who does all the craziness in the world, and he finds within himself that which is believable. And because it's believable, he could break through Mamish all the barriers. And he becomes someone that's completely transcendent, completely bigger than anything that anyone in, in, in Seder can possibly find. And this is why Slichas is Davka at night. This is why Slichas is Davka with Kol Rum screaming. And this is Davka why Slichas is with other Yidin. Why? Why is it that at nighttime there's no Dav, there's no Chiv to Davin? Why is Shachar's Mincha Mayrav only by the day? And Mayrav is only Rishos? Because we're Bali Gavul, no? You put in a long day's work. A long day's effort, and you're tired at the end of the day. So the Rabbanu Shalom is Rachmanis, you're Baal Gvul, I'm not going to obligate you to daven tonight. It's not. At midnight, I'm not going to make you get out of bed like that. It's not an obligation. Take a chatzais, it's a beginning by tzaddikim. Yeah, I can't obligate you such a thing. Because you're Baal Gvul. But Slichas, Slichas is believable. Slichas is, is, is us recognizing that there's a part of us which is stronger than all barriers. There's a part of us that doesn't have to be set in structure and stuck in a certain mahalach. In Meheira, in one second you could get out of anything. You could become a lazar and a die and be kind of your oilam in one second. And dafka at night. Dafka when you're tired. Dafka when you have no cheshek at all and you have nothing. That's when you have the opportunity to find within you that which is believable. Slichas therefore has to be screaming. You have to scream slichas. Why? Because when you're a Baal and there's limitations, so fine, so I be calm. I could, I could dive in quietly. But when there's a part of you that's believable, when there's bursting within you something that's bigger than you, then you don't have the kalim to hold it back. Your wall, the walls of your shalim are bursting with, with, with sound, with energy. The screaming of slichas is a screaming, it's a screaming that cannot, it, 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 it's an energy that cannot be contained. It's bursting out of its seams. This is why slichas has to be with other yidn. When you're by yourself, it's very hard to find that part of you which is transcendent. It's very hard to find that part of you which is believable. When yidn get together, you know, the Gemara says there's a phenomenon that if you can, let's say, pick up a certain amount of weight, you could pick up 100 pounds. And even though they did also pick up 100 pounds. So, l'chaira, when they work together, they should be able to pick up 200 pounds. Says the Gemara, when they work together, they could pick up 300 pounds. There is such a thing that when yidn come together, the kayach of believable, that part of them that came before the guf and comes after the guf is a little bit awakened. And they could do things more than they, each one of them could have done individually. There is a kayach harabim. Slichas has the ability, when you didn't come together, and you didn't come together dafka at night, and they come together to scream, then there's a kayach habaligavul that, that's pulsating in that room, that's pulsating within them. We have to be mechazik ourselves, you know, you know, I, I speak to a lot of people about, you know, obviously the past months it's been crazy. And by the way, that's a word that I've heard a lot. 
Whenever you ask someone like Tav Shin Pei, like, how's Tav Shin Pei been? A few months ago, you, certain descriptions, now different. The one common word that I've always heard from everyone, that's Mamash crazy. Tav Shin Pei was crazy. Mamash crazy. In love, Neviim Heim, B'nai Neviim Heim. We're not Neviim, but we have a part of us which is a Chelek Lekah. There's a part of us which is believable that's not from this place. And when you didn't have a certain Shprach, when you didn't, without even knowing why, describe a certain Tukuf in such a way that's Mamish crazy. That's the Rabbani Shalom telling us what he wants of us. If the Rabbani Shalom gave us such a crazy Tukufa, such a crazy year called Tavshin Pei, what is the Rabbani Shalom asking of us? He's asking us to be crazy. To give him back an avoider, which is crazy. What's the, what's the, what's the Tavshin Pei What's a Tavshin Pei Dik Avoida? Stam to... Tavshin Pei Dik is crazy. That's what it is. Be mamish crazy. To recognize that there's a part of you which is always davening. There's a part of you which, is all, which always wants more, which always wants Mashiach. There's a part of you that, all, that, is not, that doesn't want to settle for anything less. Nothing less. I think a lot of us felt that around Pesach time. That there's no way. Like, I'm, not, I'm not coming out of quarantine unless it's with Mashiach. And what happened? Sheikh didn't come. Okay, didn't come yet. So then you have to get back. What are you supposed to do? You have Bali Gvul. We're Bali Gvul. So you have no choice. You have to figure out, get back into routine. V'chulu v'chulu. Slichus is about recapturing that Bali That feeling within us is like, I can't. We wanted Mashiach so badly. Everyone was thinking Mashiach dick. Well, because life was so miserable. There was also part of the guilt that everyone was feeling. Life is so miserable. What's the big tsars? So uh, our grandparents were being chased by Nazis and Cossacks. And they had to go underground from communism. And their lives were in danger to do a bris meal. What's our big problem? You have to sit on your couch. Don't go outside. Your kids are making you crazy. Okay. The life was so miserable. It wasn't so miserable. But there was an awakening of believable. You understand? It wasn't about the quarantine. It wasn't about Quran. It wasn't about that. There was something that was waking within the Yiddish and Neshama that was believable. And when that believable Nakuda awakens, then everything that it sees that's finite, that's specific, is a prison that it can't stand to be in. So we blame it on this. Oh, my kids are making me crazy. Uh, what am I going to do? I, I can't get outside. I can't have to wear this. Nah, what am I supposed to do? It's all narish kind. What was really bothering each and every one of us was gullus. That's what was bothering us. And that's still what's bothering inside. We got used to it. We, we fell back into gavul. The whole havayda slich is tav shin pei. And Rosh Hashanah tav shin pei alif is what? Is to get back to that crazy but to recognize what was really bothering us. What was bothering us was not being stuck in how in the house. What was bothering us was not even not having shul. It was avoida. There was avoida Hashem at that moment. The daven biyichidus and so on. What was bothering us is golas. What was bothering us is that we're still stuck in this chutzlar. It's this place where every breath that you take is a poison, a poison. That's what's bothering us. That was bothering us. It still is bothering us. We shouldn't be here by now already. We have to be out of this place. And there's only one way to get out of it. You know, the, the Zara Kodesh says, it's an amazing thing. The Zara says, you want Mashiach to come? Simple. Ten Yidin together that, have, that are makasha themselves to each other, that have a hava, a hava schinam to its ultimate degree, and desperately want Mashiach. Ten Yidin, it'll do it. Ten Yidin. But why hasn't it happened yet? It's Baligvul. Baligvul, we're finite. I'm me, I'm you. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? There's a part of us that doesn't believe it'll happen. Or I can't, what am I supposed to do? I have to prepare myself. What if it doesn't happen? I can't allow myself to be all in. Because what happens if it doesn't? Then I'm completely devastated. So what? So be devastated for 10 minutes. So you be devastated for 10 minutes. 
So you give everything you have to one Mashiach and recognize that there's a part of you that always wants it. You know, there's a, there's a Maisa from the Yismach Maisha, the forebearer of Satan. He was someone's on fire with the fire with, with Mashiach. He, he was mamish every single moment in his mind. There was the, back, the, the backdrop, the screensaver of his brain was Mashiach. You know, as a Maisa, they say with him that, say, Maisa Matzadik and Matzah Shabbos, the Maisa goes that he was, um, the thing was Erev Pesach. It was Erev Pesach, and the, the plan was that his whole Mishpach, his kids, grandkids, everyone would have come for the Seder to come. And the problem was, all of his family was there with him. Ain't the whole thing, except for his, one of his sons. One of his sons, I mean, stuck out, they didn't have phones, obviously, to find out. He was supposed to be there by then. He wasn't there. And the Rebbitson is nervous. The, 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 the siblings, everyone's nervous that what's going to be, and maybe something, God forbid, happened. Nope, the Yismach Moshe, okay, it is what it is. He's gonna, he goes to the mikveh of Erev Pesach, and, you know, getting ready. Meanwhile, as the Yismach Moshe is in the mikveh, Baruch Hashem, his son shows up with the whole Mishpach, everyone's fine. So one of his other sons, or the Gabai, goes to the mikveh to go tell the rabbi that his son is, that he's here. So, because everyone was nervous. So the Yismach Moshe is in the mikveh. The Gabai goes to the mikveh, and he says, Rabbi, Rabbi, he's here. Yismach Moshe says, he's here. Oh my gosh, he, he, he takes a towel, puts in his head, quickly puts on his back, quickly runs to the house. He says, he's the whole time he's saying, oh, he's here, he's here, he's here. And he goes to the house and he sees his son. Oh, okay. I said, okay, it's nice to see you. I, 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 was, I thought of someone else. So much. That's what it means to want Mashiach. It's always in the background. The league of all. The league of all. We settle into these things. We get used to things. And the reason why we do it is because, again, how, I'm going to expect, I'm going to be like this forever. Be like this for 10 minutes. It's okay to be like this for 40 minutes, whatever it is. To be crazy, to scream, to, to, to allow that part of you that do, that's sick and tired of being here. That's okay. And if Taka comes out that after Slichas we're not in Yerushalayim, fine. But during that Tkufa, you let it out. You let the animal out. Rabbi Joey, you, you repeated a Maisa, so maybe I could repeat a Maisa very quickly, very quickly. I said this over last Slichas. It's good die. Maybe we're setting a minute, I don't know. The Maisa is that one of the Hasidim of the Balatanya. I don't remember which one it was anymore, but one of the Chassidim Balatanya was a, a big tzaddik. And he heard about the Balatanya, he wanted to go to the rabbi to the Balatanya. But he didn't know, obviously there was no like, pictures or addresses where the Balatanya is, but he knew that the Balatanya is in uh, the town that he was, in Leoji. So he goes to the Balatanya, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, and he sees, he sees one house, that the house is, is lit, there's a candle of things, you know, people, someone's still awake, so he figures that's the rabbi. So he goes to Baltania, knocks on the door. Baltania, his hajj's pun, and he opens the door and he says, yeah, what is it? So he says, I'm here, I'm here to be a chassid. So Baltania says, how did you know it was my house? How do you know? He said, because you're the house that was lit up. The Rebbe's house is going to be lit. So Baltania says, and how do you know the Rebbe's house is lit? Okay. He doesn't say. And Baltania says, I, I don't think this place is for you. Just to go. He says, no, Rebbe, I'm here. I'm here. I want to be chazman, do tshuva, make me a tzaddik. He says, this place is not for you. He pushes, I'm staying here. I want to come. No, it's not for you. Until Balatanya finally says to him, he says, listen, if you leave on your own, then good. If you don't, I'm going to get the guy to kick you out. And then the chazman begins to cry. He says, Rebbe, Rebbe, my guy is stronger than your guy. My guy is stronger than your guy. So Balatanya said, Abazai, you can stay. Abazai, you can stay. The meaning of being a tzaddik, what does it mean to be a tzaddik? Being a tzaddik means to release, 
to release the hounds. Being a tzaddik means to go crazy. It means to go crazy. It means to let the guy loose. It means to let the guy loose. Mm-hmm. And when a person does that, that's what causes gula. That's what causes redemption. You have to let the believable out. Hashem Hashem should help each and every one of us. As we enter into Shari Yushalayim, if the gates are closed, then you beat your head against the gates until they open. You don't take, you don't take, there's no no for an answer. You don't take no for an answer. Gvul takes no for an answer. Believe Gvul. You climb up, you go under, you break through, you do something. You get into those gates. That's what Slichas is. Hashem should help each and every one of us. That we should want Mashiach like the Yismach Maisha. We should recognize that part of us that always wants Mashiach, that doesn't settle for anything less. We should be Zaycha to release the beast inside of us with Slichas, with Rosh Hashanah, Mamish, Tavshin Pei. It should be a crazy, crazy Slichas. Tavshin Pei Alv, it should be a, it's going to be crazy good. It should be a crazy good year. Each and every one of us, we should be Zaycha to see the truth revealed itself. Ayin, Bayin, Yir, Bashuvash, and Let's see, and be us called Tzadik, Mary, Amen. Amen.